Hey guys, glad you're tuning in this week. You do not want to miss this episode. I was introduced to this amazing woman through a friend of mine, Mr. John Bracado, introduced me to Jamila Robinson, who is the founder and executive director for Missing Pieces Support Group. In this episode, we're going to talk about how she came to found this particular group and the experience that she's been through. She shares a really great story about some of the folks that she's been helping and also answers the question of building trust. So I hope you guys enjoy and we'll see you soon. Hey y'all, Trisha Stetzel here and I serve those who are serving others. So welcome to this week's episode of Serving the Community podcast. I created this podcast to highlight people and organizations in our own communities who are serving others and giving back to make our communities, our country, and sometimes even the world a kinder place to live. And serving doesn't just make your heart feel good. You probably heard that some studies have shown that there are mental and physical health benefits to serving, like reducing depression, lowering blood pressure, and even lengthening your lifespan. Putting other people's needs before yours also strengthens your relationships. It connects you with the ones you are serving. And if that someone is someone you know, it creates a stronger bond with them. Serving also enriches other people's lives. And perhaps the best benefit of serving is the chance that person paying it forward. If you help someone, they're more likely to do something nice for someone else that day. Your one act of kindness could have a major domino effect. It's like the pebble on the pond creating that ripple effect. Now, it's time to talk to our amazing giver this week. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Serving the Community podcast. I'm so excited to have a very special woman who I met through a very special guy that I've known for a long time, Mr. John Bercato, introduced Jamila Robinson to me, who is the founder and executive director for Missing Pieces Support Group Texas. Jamila, thank you for being on the show with me today. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited. I'm very excited to have you on today as well. So let's talk a little bit about Jamila first and all of the things that you do, including uh, this nonprofit that you're running. Yes. You've read my bio. It probably seems like a hodgepodge to you, but um, God is slowly revealing to me how, you know, all of these efforts connect. Um, So I own a marketing firm that does uh, social media management, video production, and uh, web development. And I have honed in on offering those services to nonprofits because as a nonprofit, I see the need for, you know, helping and serving them in that way so that they can go back to doing what they know best. Um, And so, um, as you mentioned, I am the executive director for Missing Pieces Support Group that was birthed out of of pain and, um, you know, feeling lost after a a grief um, experience that I had with my two miscarriages. Um, And me and three other women decided to, you know, help serve our, fill in the gaps 
were that we notice in this community of underserved women and families. Um, I also am uh, the president and business partner of uh, a wedding reality TV company. So we create um, wedding reality TV content with local wedding vendors and couples that have been, you know, engaged or are getting married in the Houston area. And, um, you know, it's all about love and, and showing that expression of love on those shows. So. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to have to have you back to talk about all of these other amazing things that you're doing, yes. Jamila. <laughs> but today we're going to talk about missing pieces. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, and you're my kindred spirit because I have my fingers in lots of things and it's all about the passion behind them, right? And the reason right. why you want to serve these communities. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk more then about missing pieces of support. You mentioned uh, that this was born out of your own grieving and finding this gap. Um, th- do you mind sharing your story with our audience? Absolutely. So in 2018, I experienced two miscarriages, uh, one in the beginning part of uh, the year, um, right after the new year, actually. Um, And, you know, it was a traumatic experience for me, one, because, you know, I've heard of miscarriage before, but I didn't know exactly what it was. And I experienced a lot of uh, blood and fluid loss uh, and had to be uh, carted to the ER with an ant through an ambulance and um, to I had my my fluids replenished and they performed the DNC while I was there but um, you know after that I you know put my head down and went back to being busy because that's mm-hmm. all I knew to do right uh, we did uh, visit a therapist uh, in between that time uh, to talk through our feelings my husband both both he and I sat down with the therapist to talk through those feelings. And I think that was very helpful to see both sides mm-hmm. of the story and for us to empathize and re- to relate and understand uh, what, what happened comprehensively. So I am thankful that we did get to do that. But then, you know, I went back to work and doing the things, got pregnant again, a little bit uh, more on guard this time. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um it ended in the same manner. And so that got me thinking, oh my God, what's wrong with me? I'm broken now. How do I, how do I fix this? And we went to go see, um, you know, the people that they refer you to for specialists and trying to check out, you know, am I fertile is what's wrong with me essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, it also was the onset of depression. I would find myself just laying in the bed, sometimes crying. Uh, And I, and I couldn't stop because I didn't know how to deal with those feelings or emotions. Uh, Thankfully I was able to find a local support group that dealt specifically with pregnancy loss and sitting in that room with other women who had gone through that experience was eye opening to one. I wasn't alone to these people get me, they understand what I've gone through and I don't have to explain it to them in a way that I hope makes sense. Right. And, um, three, it was just good to be able to emote and express what I was feeling because my, you know, I felt safe. I felt like I was in a safe place to express those feelings without being judged. So, um, you know, I made friendships from that support group and um, three of the women 
uh, two from that support group as well as one from my local church. I told them, hey, I'm going to do a thing. I, I've noticed that, you know, in a, these early stages of the pregnancy loss, there's hardly anything, and you know, but even in the late stages, there's a different type of grief and things that you have to do that just make this a little bit more heartbreaking. Um, do you guys want to help me help this community that we found ourselves in, this secret society? Because again, pregnancy loss is taboo to talk about. That's another right. issue with this community. So, you know, we found some immediate ways that we could help other women and families that have experienced this and uh, birth missing piece of support group. Wonderful. So let's talk more about the services that you're offering. I think it's so um, amazing. You talked about, you felt like you were broken, but once you found this group, some of that is lifted off your shoulders because you're not alone and you're not the only one going through this. And now your organization is offering services back to women who are feeling exactly the way you did when you were going Absolutely. through it. So, um, you know, we're still in the baby stages of what we're doing. We'll be two years old at the end of November, but um, over late spring, early summer, I was able to connect with a therapist who helped us uh, develop a curriculum for uh, an actual support group. And we launched that support group at the end of September. And we currently have five participants who are um, going through the process of self-care and healing themselves through participating in this group. And, you know, it just warms our heart to be able to offer something like that, especially since, um, you know, two of the three women on the board, um, that's how we found our help. So that's something that, you know, we, we enjoy giving back. Um, we plan on having additional locations in the greater Houston area right now. It's being facilitated out of the Heights and it's kind of a hybrid online and, and um, in person. And then uh, we'll, we plan to have two other locations. Two other people have stepped up and said, hey, you can have this here. So it's, wow. it's been great. Um, the other thing that we do locally is record um testimonials for pregnancy loss awareness, as well as to educate the community about, you know, what it's like to go through this, what life looks like after it, and how you can support somebody that has experienced this type of loss. Um, and then the other thing that we do that's very tangible is we provide um, women and families with care packages. Uh, they simply just have to sign up on our website and complete a form. And at the end of the month, what we do is we do a mass mailing and distribution of those care packages. The care packages contain tangible comfort items and self-care items like um, a chocolate, a small pillow, uh, things of that nature. But then we also have some items in there that include um, things that help you think about your grief support journey more uh, like a, an angel ornament to hang on the Christmas tree. Uh, as well as a book entitled Love Baby 31 Devotions that will um, help you through your pregnancy loss. So, and then the biggest offering that I, I truly enjoy in this is a postcard note that, you know, addresses that person who's receiving that and says, hey, we acknowledge that you've had a loss and we are sorry for your loss. Uh, and it just makes people feel so seen because, you know, especially with the miscarriages, 
th those people might not have even had an opportunity to tell people that they were pregnant before they learned that they lost um, their, you know, their future child. And so, um, you know, it's a way to tell them that we see you and we're here for you when you're ready. And we provide a link to our website, which houses like a bunch of local resources, therapists, support groups, as well as um, other items like books you can read, podcasts you can listen to, other video content in the, the grief support space for pregnancy loss. Um, because, you know, one solution isn't the best for everybody, right? There's people... Right people grieve in different ways. So this gives yeah. people an opportunity to go out and, and choose um, what works for them. So, yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about how our listeners can get involved. I know you said that there's a place on your website, so let's give them the address and I'll also put it in the show notes so that they could just click and go there, yes. but also describe what kind of support they can give back um, if they just want to help in or help with, excuse me, missing pieces support. Yes. So our website is missingpiecessupportgroup.org. You can find us on all, all most social platforms. So let me take that. Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at missing pieces support. Twitter is or Twitter or X is at missing pieces SG. Um from the website, you can um, donate charitably. We also we always we can always use financial donations. But one of our monthly goals is to reach ten women and or families through our care package offering, and we've um, done the numbers, and that takes at least four hundred dollars a month to do. So, if you want to contribute. Those funds will go directly to helping us facilitate that distribution. Um, I'm not sure when this is going to be aired, but if you're in the Houston area and um, want to uh, give in a more tangible way, we have a fundraiser going on November 16th uh, through Shake Shack. Uh, you can order online or go in person and mention Missing Pieces Support Group to any Houston, Texas location, and we'll receive a percentage of the funds. So, and then um, we often um, have volunteer events. We just hosted a care package drive and uh, build event uh, a few weeks ago. And we put those types um, of events on our, on our events calendar on the website. So, you know, continue to check the events calendar to see when you can come and actively donate or participate in an event that we host. Wonderful. Uh, so it is the last day of October when we're recording this and you shared that October is a special month and this will uh, this will actually air in the beginning of November, but I still want to create some awareness around the month of October. Can you talk about that? Yes. So October is National uh, Infant and Pregnancy Loss Awareness Month. Uh, there is a special day in October every 15th that is a national celebration of what as well it's called wave of light where um you know the community lights a candle uh in honor of their lost loved ones um this year our um, nonprofit created bracelets um pink and blue are the um you know the colors for uh, pregnancy and infancy loss awareness month um i know there's a lot of awareness in, in October for other initiatives, but this one is uh, 
is near and dear to our hearts. So wonderful. And um, all of the information about missing piece of support that Jamila mentioned, I will put in the show notes so that you can go directly out there and find more information. So Jamila, tell me your favorite story behind the organization that you've created. Um, Just being able to connect with people in the community that are outside of our, you know, normal circles through these events that we're hosting and, you know, being an active presence um, at the wave of light event, event that I mentioned, there was a woman who had recently, like real recently lost their pregnancy. Uh, you know, we hosted an event on the 15th and she'd experienced the loss on uh, the 1st of September. And she was just out there seeking for help and ways to be involved with other people that had gone through what she had experienced. So she, you know, she recognized the need to, you know, be around others who'd gone through something similar. And so getting the talk and spend time with her and introduce her to our community was, um, was really neat. Um, we also had a care package drive mm, maybe a couple of weeks ago as well. And, um, you know, there was a lady that found us online, had recently experienced a miscarriage and noticed that we were doing something and said, I, she told me, she just said, I, I have to be here and I have to, to give back because I know what this is like. And um, she's currently pregnant. And she, you know, we talked about the emotions that come with that. And, you know, I checked in on her to see, you know, that she was, um, you know, actively, you know, getting the help that she need needed um she's in a different support group um and she had become aware of that that support group before ours but it was just, it just filled my heart that she was getting the help that she needed and that you know she was she's now connected to other people that she can speak to whenever you know she feels the need so yeah thank you for doing such amazing work in our community through your profit business, as well as through this organization that you've founded. I think it's amazing. So I warned you at the beginning that I've been doing a lot of trust leadership work. And I really believe that trust is essential for the success and sustainability of any organization, whether it's for profit or a nonprofit organization. And for support and the kind of work that you're doing. I think trust is really essential with getting help to the women and families who want the help and also for the community to want to support what you're doing. And I think that's really important to build that trust. So trust is the foundation by which an organization builds its relationships, operates transparently, and ultimately fulfills its mission. So here's my question. Jamila, what do you believe are the key strategies and or practical steps leaders can take to foster a culture of trust within their organization? That's a really great question. Um, I think that credibility is key in gaining that trust. Um, You know, having experienced miscarriage myself and having board members who have also had that journey of um, you know, pregnancy loss and figuring out life after loss and, and how we dealt with it um, in order to provide things that we knew would immediately be comfort, comforting and then to provide, you know, a resource that, you know, they can choose 
how they want to process this loss, I, I think is um, that it, it helps with the trust piece. Um, and then, you know, getting to be active within the community and connecting to to others who have gone through it and recording those stories so that others can see um, lets people know that we we truly are here for them. We're here to receive any feedback from anything that we're offering and, and, and provide additional items of support based on that feedback. So that's wonderful. Well, thank you for all of the work that you're doing. It's very special. And I know that there are people either listening or people that they can share with that this will touch. And I appreciate you being on the show with me today, Jamila. Thank you so much. And that concludes this week's podcast, Serving the Community. Thanks so much for listening today. There are so many great things about our modern world, but the people in it should be at the top of that list. Taking a genuine interest in your family, friends, neighbors, and even strangers is one of the most rewarding decisions you can make for yourself and those around you that you choose to serve. If you enjoyed this episode of Serving the Community, be sure to subscribe so that you're notified when a new episode is posted. Please rate and review this episode and be sure to share with your connections. You can also find out more about what I'm up to at trishastetzel.com. Thank you for listening to Serving the Community podcast. We hope you will take a minute to like, share, or subscribe to our channel and invite your connections to listen as well. Take action personally and professionally. Do the thing, do it now. Don't let later become never. Build your business and serve the community.